eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we start a new week on the podcast. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. By the way... We are, hello Al. Oh, hi here. We are now less than three weeks away from Christmas Day. Yes, I've started doing some online Christmas shopping. I hope some people start doing some uh, calendar shopping, i got to tell you. You need some calendar I'm shopping? I have a lot of firewood. <laughs> All right, so order Jerry's calendar. It's a great stocking stuffer. It's a good gift to give your work colleagues. There you go. People we, you like, people you don't like. Everyone we, would love one. And we give money to Boomer's Charity. <laughs> and exactly, Jerry. So yes, more calendar shopping. Less yeah. this is a it's it's um it doesn't feel like Christmas. No, it doesn't. Even we're sitting here in Christmas you know, decorations. So I had this conversation with Kim the other day. It doesn't, and I think part of it is we don't go out anymore. Yeah. You don't get the whole shot and we can complain about it all we want. But when you go out and you're in the crowds and you're hearing the Christmas music and you see the stores decorated, that's why I said the other day, and I mean it, Dunkin' Donuts is probably where I get the best feel of Christmas now. It's all done up. They change the seasons with the different drinks that they have, the specialty drinks. But you're right. Like, it's December 5th. I haven't gone to one store yet. Not only that, like yesterday or Saturday, we had nothing to do, Gina and I. She's like, you want to go to the mall? I go, no. Why would I want to do that? Right. She was going to go Christmas shopping at the mall. I said, no. There's your And there's your answer. So there's no feel to it because yeah. you're not in the middle of it. So, and by the way, in time for Christmas, I did send you the picture. I did make some Alan Jerry Coffeehouse hoodies. Oh, good. They're I, up there on I, the website? Yeah. And coffee. I thought they're cool looking. They're, they're uh, Al's uh, Boring Coffee or Alan Jerry's Boring yep. Coffee and Kick-Ass Wi-Fi and shirts? Kick-Ass Wi-Fi. Are they in hoodie form or T-shirts? Both. Oh. And mugs. 
Wow. I had time. I was having fun. I, I like really, it. I have a blast with this. You website. enjoy making those. It, it's fun. It doesn't mean we're selling them, but it's fun. <laughs> All right. Go check those out. Reco Sports there LLC. There you go. Look at you. Click on the merchandise tab. Is it Reco Sports or Reco Sports LLC? RecoSports.com. Dot com. My business is the LLC. But Got I, it. I actually have the website without it. Okay. So. Uh, now, earlier, I don't know if this was on the air or off the air, you had mentioned you you watched the Howard Stern, Bruce Springsteen interview yeah. on HBO. HBO Max, yeah. Let me ask you this, because I, I heard it on SiriusXM, so okay. I didn't watch it. And I watched clips on YouTube. He looks like Robert De Niro. Bruce does. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Did they do any behind the scenes? Like Not Bruce really. walking into the building, Bruce walking down the hallway. No. Bruce afterwards. They had him. It opened with Bruce tuning a guitar. Okay. Um, and then it kind of went right into it. And then at the end, they, there might have been stuff at the end. But after two hours and four, I had enough. It was over. I turned it yeah. off. So I don't know if they showed some footage at the end. I yeah, that's something I'd be interested in. Because SiriusXM them, themselves, they when they record interviews, the video's up on, their, on the app as well. Like, okay. I could have watched that whole interview. Hmm. So I didn't know if we, because it was on HBO if they if they did a little something extra. Maybe at the end. And you enjoyed it? I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a great deal, actually. Um, Bruce is weird. How so? He's got that awkward laugh. He cannot take a compliment. He, is, he, yeah. he laughs at a compliment. Yes. Yeah, you're right. It's um, Especially in the beginning of the interview. Very un- – it felt uncomfortable to me. Yeah. At first. But when he gets talking and everything – there was a. It was interesting from the standpoint of there were certain songs that clearly meant a lot to him that he wrote them from the heart, and then there are other songs as he said, "Yeah, this was nonsense." <laughs> it's like I took a I took a rhyming vocabulary book and just made a song. Oh yeah, they uh, like wow. Uh, what's Blinded that song? By Blinded the by the light. Yeah. And then I saw the part you were talking about when he mentions Patty, and he's like, "You know, you're gonna have to do a lot of uh, apologizing yeah. to her in here," and, and Stern's face. Was like, oh boy. And then they, they uh, panned to, to Robin real quick, who's still home. And she was like, what? It was, it was, it was interesting. It, it was, was great, though. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I love that. I love when anybody is there with like the setup in that with the guitar and piano yeah. and being interviewed. So it's not like interview song. No. In a, like it was as he was talking, he's like, yes. oh, yeah, no, I did it like this on the piano. I thought it was good. And the, the other one, you mentioned the fact how Howard was trying to be a psychotherapist. Yeah, always. Which I probably would have picked up on, but I really was locked in on it because you had kind of told me about it already. But what I was not ready for was Bruce entertained it and, and really talked to him. Yeah. I was like, I was pretty open about this. I thought it was good. I, re- I enjoyed it. It was, it was a very quick two hours and 40 minutes, two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, I love any older person looking back and talking. Yeah. Um in set me up for a podcast for that and I'm interested. Yeah. I, I agree. A successful person who's had a, a lot of experience over the last forty something years. Yeah. I think they bring an interesting perspective. I to did life. not know he was married before oh, he got yeah. married. I had no idea. Yeah, in fact he started he cheated on his wife with Patty. Oh, he didn't. They didn't say that. No, of course that never comes up. No, that doesn't come up in the book. Didn't come up. So how, that was that's well known though. Yeah, because what happened was uh, he got married in like eighty, eighty six, eighty five, okay. eighty six. He put out the record "Tunnel of Love" in eighty seven. They go on tour, and she's his in his backing band. And when they were they were in Europe, the magazines there caught them canoodling. 
Oh, is that true? Together, yeah. Well, it's the same old thing. How do you? How would you not? But he could have also been going th- through the divorce right. at the time. Ta- it's it's blurry. I, I know this. It doesn't ever come up. Do you think? And I mean this. If you worked with someone of the opposite sex that was very attractive, closely, every day, traveled with them a little bit, and there was a clear attraction, like you were into this girl, just because it just... Right, you clicked as a unit. It's it's hard. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, I like, I, it's weird to sit there and say, like, I understand... I've never been in that situation, but I kind of do. Like, yeah. Luckily, Jerry, we work with all men at all times. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean that. Again, everything is the position you put yourself in. Right. <laughs> we have no position to put ourselves in. <laughs> Correct. Unless unless one of us is gay and we don't know it. There's not. We well, don't you even need have, both two people to be gay. Well, true. But I'm saying like we don't even have like now with the way things are. There's no females even walking around this place. Right. Very few. You know, a couple of sales girls, but we never see. Never see. But, like, it's the position you put yourself in or you are in. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Like, I could see how that... Now you're talking about traveling. Yep. Drinks, late nights. High energy. Yeah. Not only that, she was his foil on stage for the romantic songs. Right. Yeah, like it's... they acted. It's kind of... What was the country singer who married the girl? Oh, man. Um, God. Their movie was made after him. Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. And his wife... I mean, granted, I, I know how the story played out, and he looked after her. She looked after him. But, again, he's successful. She's attractive. Side by side in a very intimate setting every night. On the road, hotels. I mean, give me a break. Well, this is, uh, we're looking at our the newscasters, Good Morning America. That we were talking about. Right. right. Yeah, it's, yeah. Very difficult for men and women to be friends. I've yeah. always said that. Very. It's not that it can't happen. It can. It can. It's difficult. Though. I'm always suspect, though, of the people that are. Like if they're if they're attractive, yeah, right. You can't be that close friends with them. It's it's tough. Yeah. Yep. That's that's interesting about Bruce. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the one thing that doesn't get talked about with his. He did that book where he was very open and honest, but barely a thing in there about yeah. that first marriage. Other than I was married and immature and right uh, wasn't ready for it, but 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 nothing untoward about it. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Uh, what else do I have here, Jerry? Oh, here's something that uh, I noticed bugs me while listening to talk shows. Everything. Mostly. <laughs> this goes for talk shows and podcasts like Joe Rogan. And you do it. I do it. Boomer does it. Geo does it. Carton and Robert do it. We all do it. Looking things up on air. I did that this morning. Right. I, it bugs me when I'm listening to it. I don't disagree with you, but I also know it's better than when we're having the conversation and something pops up Yeah, in the middle of a conversation. It's not like we didn't prepare or, you know, like, what was it today? Today was the uh, the quarter thing, the Cowboys and the Yeah, the well, most points scored in a quarter. Right. And you asked me a question I didn't know the answer to. So rather than have people screaming at us on social media, which would have happened, and we would have come back and corrected ourselves after the break very quickly to just, with yeah. it's Google. It's so simple. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know why it bugs me. Maybe more so with uh, Joe Rogan because they're always asking the producer, Jamie. Uh, Rogan's produ- the- who's Rogan's producer? Jamie is. His oh, name. Hold on, Ro- it's Jamie. <laughs> Jamie J A. Look, Google <laughs> that. 
<laughs> yeah, it's always like, Jamie, put, pull this. And they're constantly playing long things on YouTube, which I don't. Is that, Jamie, bring that up. Let's listen to this. It's like, oh, my gosh. It goes on. Because it's not, because they're doing it on the fly, it's not edited where you would sure. go through the tape, edit it, and play the relevant parts. Yeah. But so, that's also because he can. Yeah. You know, you going to stop listening? No, but I will tell you this. The last two podcasts I've turned off after 90 minutes. Listen to what you just said. <laughs> he still hooked you in for 90 minutes. <laughs> My God, right. man. Yeah. God, that's not a podcast. That's a freaking show. Yeah. Holy moly. Then another thing, which we've talked about here, but I got another taste of it, which is I, I want things to be fixed that I know are never going to be fixed. Okay. In like. broadcasting. For... I'll go football in particular. I know it happens in baseball. It happens in all the sports. But football is very, like, there's no point to listen to, on the radio, the football pregame show. All it is there for is to sell sponsorship. Is a conduit for commercial, commercial, Mm -hmm. commercial. Mm -hmm. I had the Giants one on the other day, and I know the Giants, we just put it on our air, but the Giants Giants sell it. pay us. The Giants pay us, and then the Giants sell the commercials, sell the sponsorships. So I feel like I could say this, Jerry, because it's the Giants. The same way we pay the Yankees, which is why the weather is sponsored. Right. The on-deck circle is sponsored. The microphone is sponsored. Got to make that money back. All right, so the Giants have, and they must have nine people doing the pregame. It's all guys, none of which I've heard of, other than John Schmelk. Lance Meadow. Lance Meadow, John Schmelk. There's three other guys. I'm like, Are there? Yeah. And all they're doing is... Telling you what's sponsored by what. Yeah. I have not listened to a giant. I have not it's in a hard. car usually. And then go to commercial. And then, so then yesterday. By the way, real quick. Yeah. As someone that did that pregame show back in 2004, I will tell you that the hardest part of doing that pregame show is having all your sponsorships lined up and not missing them. Yeah. And then the content, really, it's true, is really secondary. That sounds crazy, but that's true. And this is going back as far, like, when I sold, when I was selling commercials for the Buccaneers radio network. Yeah. That was, like, 1997, 98. They would say to us, whatever you want to sponsor. Sponsor it. (laughs) It will be sponsored. Yeah. Here's some suggestions, but if you've got another idea, we'll make it work. Yeah. I believe it. And it just makes it so difficult. So, like, sometimes you're excited. Like, I was excited yesterday for, like, pregame. I was I happened to be in the car, so I was like, "Oh, let me put on FAN, or let me see what's going." And it's just like, well, I don't want to be a sucker here, but that's all this is. Then, during the games, I went up to take a shower during uh, the late window, mm-hmm. and I because I have Sirius XM and I have a, an Alexa in my bathroom. Which games you put on? I was put on Chiefs uh, Bengals. Bengals. Yep. So I, I use the Chiefs broadcast, and that too. It's like the minute. You don't give anything time to breathe and have an enjoyable moment. So it's like, touchdown, Kansas City, brought to you by. You're brought to me by something? Like, can I enjoy the touchdown? Yeah. Before we brought to you by everything? I hear you. It's so hard, but they're never going to change it because there's no no competition. It's going to get worse. There's not, like, if I was able to compete against that and be on the other Kansas City station. Which you can't. Right. And I could do that and do it without all the sponsorships. But 
I also don't know like how these companies have well, the money me, to. But don't you think too though? People that listen to us. I mean, we have eighteen minutes of commercials in yeah. an hour. My update sponsored. Moment of the day is sponsored. Yeah, you know, breaking news sponsored. The hotline sponsored. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's about revenue, especially in a time where this business is having trouble generating revenue. It's annoying to the listener. Yeah, but it's also what it is. Right, but why can't we? You'd have to because you would have to charge a premium. Fewer commercials, charge more money per sponsor. But even if you do that, then you're going to say, you know, we do have some extra inventory. We could get a sneak in a couple bucks here. Right. No one will be satisfied. They'll keep trying to fill, fill, fill. Right. It's like they even say on um, Red Zone, commercial free. But it's not. They, the Mercedes-Benz break free. drive of the game. Say. Yes. Like they, they do different things. Correct. It's break free. It's not commercial free. Right. It is absolutely not commercial free. There's a lot of sponsored elements. Yeah. Which, you know. And nothing bugs me more than the Sirius XM game day. I agree. Especially when you have the ability to just fade up a game. Right, put a game that on. That should be your break. I'm paying for that channel. And by the way, if that if you so let's say those guys that are hosting need a break. Let's say they have bowel movements at the same time. Fade up a game. Right. And if the game goes to break, bring up another game. And if they're all in break, guess what? Run a commercial break from the game. It's right. not the worst thing in the world. If it happens once, so what? Yeah, that really Not that bothers big a deal. me. I, I I agree with you. To me, the commercials on satellite, man, for a paid service. Yeah, you shouldn't. It shouldn't be. No, they should be. They should be limited to like four minutes an hour. Because even max. like Howard Stern has limited commercials. He really yeah, does. He talks sometimes for an hour and a half. Without yeah, a and then break. when he goes to a break, he's back pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's live. I do understand a live talk show. So do I. So do I. Having a break. Yep. I but do too. If you're like you said, if you have the ability to to bring up a game and you're in the afternoon games and that and like and instead of like putting the game up or something, they'll like talk to a random player saying nothing and they'll put yeah, that they do that often. Like, Come on. Well, and the the reporter in that city gets paid if they get a guest. Yeah. That I know. Been there, done that. Yeah. So many things don't change in this business. Yeah, well, if you got the same people in power, uh, like nothing. Like Steve Cohen's been running that that station since. Holy crap! It's got to be since like what two thousand one, two thousand. Like Steve's like the head of sports programming over there. Yeah, Spitz went over there a little while ago. Nick Pavlados is still the NFL serious NFL radio guy. Great wonder, guy, by the way. I wonder how often they attempt to be a listener. It's like, let me see what the listener experience is. That I don't know, but I will tell you uh, that Eric will listen a lot, but I think as a boss. I don't know if he's doing it for enjoyment. Or to see what it's like on a listener experience. He's looking for mistakes. He's listening for content, yeah. Making sure the content's right. Is it flowing? Are you hitting the brakes? You know? like And so many podcasts, maybe this one that we're talking into right now, just... Right to a in the middle of a sentence, they run commercials like the Joe Rogan one. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. He's in the middle I of know. a sentence. I know. And it's like Athletic Greens, DraftKings. I'm with you. I know. Zip Recruiter. Although, look at me. I know all of his sponsors. Yeah. By the way, those are also a lot of the same sponsors for a lot of different podcasts, too. Which right. Is so weird. Right. I don't, under, I don't understand. There's I really certain companies don't that, advertising. that just advertise on podcasts. Oh my God. They're amazing. Zip Recruiter. 
And then other podcasts, no advertising. Yeah, I know we have some, but I don't. When I listen, it's a, it's not much. Yeah, which I don't, I don't get either. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on okay. in the world. Uh, go get into management. Get out of this and get into management. But I would want Start to change everything, Jerry. I gotcha. You would need to go to. I don't know. Could you do it here? I guess you could. They need to put me in charge of podcasts here. Would you really want to do that? No. <laughs> I like my fame. I like my fame here, Jerry. <laughs> what if your salary was doubled? Yes, I'd be there in a second. <laughs> Al can be bought. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, everybody can. For sure. That was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I like my fame. Double your pay. Gone. Gone. <laughs> I could start, uh, you know really setting things up but that uh, every place you has to fire 75 yeah, percent of the podcast so many so many places have so many different levels of management sure. that that's like it's very difficult to get things changed yeah probably so unless you have complete autonomy it's like we even say that with the president whoever the president is like it takes them a long time to yeah. d- to change the slightest thing right just because there's so many checks and balances mm-hmm. i know same thing with a company Unless you own the company and you are, like, my company is me. Yeah. <laughs> I do what I have to do, you know. Or like what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter. He went in and cleared out. Sure. Or and what Deion Sanders just said to the 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 players in Colorado. Get in the transfer portal. Exit left, Change, guys. <laughs> changing things up here. You guys didn't notice. You guys suck. <laughs> I need football players. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. Hmm. You want to? Spark change. Yeah, I want to spark change. Listen, I wanted to spark change by going and doing another radio show with you with limited commercials. That didn't work out. Oh, yeah. Within the company, we wanted yeah, to, we yeah. tried to do of that. Of course, within the company. Well, I wouldn't say we tried to do that. I floated the idea. We wanted to go to 92.3. I did. And oh, I do a limited commercial yeah. uh, where, where when we needed a break, we'd play music. Right, correct. And just a few live reads an hour. Yep. Pay a premium, but that's it. We do the live read, so you're never leaving us. Right. thought that was a really good idea. And they said, well, we don't want to do that. Then little did we know it's because they were putting 10, 10 wins on there. Yeah. Like literally a week later. <laughs> Imagine we left our jobs to go do that, Jerry. <laughs> uh, sorry, we're going to have to let you guys go. We're flipping the 92, 3, to 10. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you week severance. <laughs> Yeah. You guys are really doing great things, but we're, <laughs> we're going in a different direction. We don't see it at this point. Yeah. Oh, great. Thanks. But you were like, really, it was, it seemed like it was uh, terrific what you guys were up to. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not going to work for that us. That was funny. Uh, then I saw one other story story. This is, uh, you know, Dan and Carteret went yeah. to see Guns N' Roses, I think over the summer. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And he caught a microphone. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Axel Rose, I guess, at the end of the show, throws the microphone. And he caught it. Dan caught it. Come on. And Dan has a microphone. Right. Was he put on eBay for or is he holding on? No, I think he has it because he's a huge Guns N' Roses fan. It's a cool thing. That is neat. But I just read that Axel Rose recently threw the microphone out and clocked somebody in the head with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's like, yeah, if you're not paying attention. So that's over with. He's no longer throwing the microphone out. So oh, Dan okay. may have gotten one of the last microphones that didn't clock someone cool in the head. Was the last one? Yeah, that would be neat. Yeah. yeah so I no mean, more. I wonder that too. Like when they throw the 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 uh, the drumsticks, sure, into the crowd. 
Yeah. Or yeah. even at these uh, sporting events where yeah. you have the guns shooting out the T-shirts. Now, most people are paying attention. The T-shirt's not going to hurt you. Right. But if you're close enough. <laughs> or even like a baseball player is doing a nice thing, right? Final out of the inning, throws the ball up into the stands. Correct. If someone ain't looking. Right in the face. <laughs> and I guarantee you that's happened. No question that's happened. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's that's a shame. Yeah, because how cool is that? By the way, it's a wireless microphone. Like, that that has to be a $1,000 microphone, yes, I would think. You would certainly think so. Right? And Dan's got one. Dan, that's one. That is Dan and Carteret's. That's hilarious. Now, I wonder if it's any good without the other part that has the signal. You know what I mean? I don't know. Might have to. Maybe you could buy the base part of it. Maybe. I don't know. But then again, what would he want with that? He just... I would put that in like a glass yeah. with the Guns N' Roses picture or something. You're right. That's cool. It'd be cool if someone had a picture, like had the video of him throwing it out and Dan catching it. Well, actually, Dan said it. It he got it off the ground. Oh, really? It was dropped and fumbled, and he went down. He's lucky he got up. And saw it and grabbed it. Yeah. Good for him. That's pretty cool. That, I think that's very cool. It'd yeah. be like you getting you know Bruce's guitar being thrown out. Or a guitar pick. Yeah. I'd be into just having a guitar pick. It's kind of small. From somebody cool. Yeah. That they threw out to you. Good luck finding that. Yeah. A needle haystack. Right. Right. You got to catch, you got to somehow grab that in midair. Beer syrup. Sticky on the floor. Grab it. Gross. He, I was only, Bruce, he referenced um, Freehold and Colt's Deck, living in Ocean Township and, you know, all these places that he grew up. It was very cool. Yeah. It was neat known. Asbury Park, Stone Pony, he talked about. Good stuff. Yeah. There's a great, um, there, there was a uh, version of a song that he did in Boston a couple of years back that I saw on YouTube right before I moved to Bradley Beach. And it was the song Sandy, mm-hmm. uh, Fourth of July, it's called. And he goes, uh, he, he was like getting his guitar ready. And he was talking to a crowd. He goes, uh, he goes, I wrote this song about this time of year. I was living in Bradley Beach, New Jersey. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And that's why you moved to Bradley that's Beach. That's exactly it, Jerry. <laughs> Absolutely. Next yeah, he did up, a good, Ocean Township. He did a good job of uh, name-dropping a lot of those New Jersey You'll spots. You'll be on the, the Bruce Home Tour. Oh, yeah, it'd be awesome. Just good luck getting into Colts Neck. I tried. Ah. I tried driving around. I could only get on the main road. I meant buying. Oh, buying Colts Neck. Yeah, good luck. Right. Good luck, Sherry. By the way, that reminds me. So a neighbor of mine, my neighbor who passed away, mm-hmm. I'm very curious because his family is going to put his place on the market sure i'm very curious now with mortgage rates being so high what that goes for might still be a good price it just might not sell as quickly yeah because that's the thing you start to think about like people people have budgeted a monthly amount and if the mortgage rate is high then they're going to need the house to be lower correct to hit that monthly budget yep so i'm really curious uh what they put it up for, what it goes for, and how long it takes. Yeah. And then you can see and make your plan. What's my plan? I don't know. You oh. say you want to buy a house. I do want to buy a house. Right. But don't you, as you get older, not want a house? Correct. <laughs> You're doing things in the reverse. Living alone. I got everything backwards. It's all right. A lot of things backwards, Jerry. Well, you got about 37 years left on this planet, so let's figure it out soon. That seems like a lot. It doesn't, actually, to me. 37? You know why it doesn't? Because I've been with Kim now for 32 years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That freaks me out. That that would freak me out as well. Like I saw 
she put my mom's birthday, which is next week, on the calendar. You know, has her age and everything. I'm like, wow. So when I got together with Kim, she was, oof, ah, oh, does that go quick? That's freaky to me. Yeah. Could be. Like, I might not be alive in thir- in the next 32 years. I don't know. Might not be alive next year, but certainly hope so. But, like, it's it's very real very quick. You could also think, though, do you think you're going to sit through 37 more Jets seasons? Like, I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> Without a Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. I know. Poor Joe. I'll never right. forget working with him back in the late 90s. And he's like, I can't. T- Some point, bro, they got to win before I die. Well, you know what, Joe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Better hope Mike White's the guy now. Because right. I don't know how many more you got. It's unbelievable. Never forget. He always told me, as soon as I die, go bet them to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Kind of morbid, but yeah, but I've never forgotten that. Right. <laughs> Put some money on the Jets. Stay alive, Joe, please. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. We'll be back here tomorrow. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, let's start the week off the right way. It is 5.02. His name is the Eddie Schizzeri. He likes to fake like he's Dan Marino on Mondays, though he's not. And across from me, his name is Al Jalen Dukes. What's up, man? How was your weekend? Uh, very good, Jerry. I uh, watched both the Jets and Giants game at the same time. Yeah. I had that ability to do that. Yeah. Jerry, I have uh, I can multitask. Did you kiss your sister yesterday? I don't know what that means. That's what the giant uh, commander game was. Yeah, that was just like, like kissing your sister. I mean, that could not have been more predictable. It was exactly what we said. Yeah, blah, blah, and no winner. Yeah, it was just they tied. They shouldn't allow that anymore in the NFL. Keep playing. Keep playing. Get a winner. Get do go to a, a kickoff scenario. A, a field goal. No, we don't. Kickoffs. I'll <laughs> I don't take want anything. That. No, 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 no. But Keep playing. Get a winner. This would be a unique thing for the NFL to do in these situations. Now, yeah. the that was a uh, what do you call that, Jerry? A divisional game. That was Giants, uh, and they 
So, Jerry, um, ever since, I don't know, the 70s, divisional games, they play them twice a year, you'll understand. I have heard this, yes. Yeah. So, in occasions, and this should be a specific rule, very specific, in these occasions, in a divisional game, when the teams play twice a year and they haven't played the second game yet, if it ends in a tie... The next game counts for Twice. two wins or two losses. <laughs> Why don't you bring that up to Roger Goodell? I would love to. Yeah. I would love to. The weird thing about a tie is like it doesn't help you, it doesn't hurt you. It's just there. Right. So let's all agree Roger Goodell gets together with no, I want to uh, play sudden death. The Jets, uh, the Giants, and, and Washington says this now because the game's already over. We yeah, can't I don't, go. To I, I, death. I hear your idea. I don't like your idea. There's a big game. Like, oh my gosh. This, How about we, this? Then, How about this? Yeah. They play till someone wins. That I would also. But You're there already. That game's over. Finish the game. Come on. Just be like, ladies and gentlemen. It would be very WWE. I mean, we get all the calls. It's like, this is the most important two-win game for the Giants of their their um, franchise Don't history. Like what? what? What's next? We're just going to have a shootout in soccer? Oh, we do that. We do that. We do what, shootouts. In hockey? What, we're yeah. going to just only have like four guys on the mm, We do that too. What if we did this? Huh. In overtime in the NFL, no running the ball. You must pass on every down. What are you going to say next? How about in baseball, we just start a guy at second base randomly? <laughs> start a guy at second. You know what? Be honest with you. It's not just a stupid idea now. Now that I think about it, all the other dumb ideas we've that we adjusted. have in sports. Yeah, we've adjusted, I, just Jerry. Play till someone wins. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know what happened? The Players Association. Oh, it's too oh, dangerous. No, it's very dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah. How about this? Score more points than the other team. That would also help. Aye. Again, the Giants score. 20 points. Yeah. They just can't score more and than 24 points. And they had 20 points early in the third quarter. They have no ability to Good score. Lord. They're Aye. boring. Yeah, they are boring. I, I said that's Friday. And I, I don't they're know boring. what happened to Saquon Barkley's helmet, but the underlying part of Giants was missing the entire game. They forgot to put the underline. Maybe that's what it was. They forgot the underline. Yeah, they peeled it off. Or got peeled off. Could have peeled it off. Could have got hit. He could have got popped early on in the game. Knocked the under underline of Giants right off his helmet. That's like something you see in a cartoon. But you never know. Boing. You never know. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Yeah, I watch. Mo- I will tell you. I watch mostly the Jet game. Okay, mostly. Red Zone was on. I had the Jet game on another TV. I did have the Giant game on a tablet, which I hate to do. Oh, I love a tablet. I can't. I don't know how you watch that. How do you go from a sixty-five inch screen TV to a nine-inch screen? A quick glance, Jerry. No, nah, it's all. But glance you're not really down. watching the game. That's yeah, what I, I didn't like about. It. No, you're not. I am. You're not. How many times have I asked you about a certain play? Like, I don't remember that. No, but, but that could have been on the big screen. <laughs> You're not locked in. But that could have been on the big screen. But you, yeah, but you just, I don't know. I can't focus on that stupid little screen. I can't. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Plus, I can't you don't do it on my ears are. It's I can't a, do it on my phone. I could do it on a tablet. No. I, it's I got fun. big tablets, Jerry. I'm living large. Well, good for you. Anyhow, I, very, I, I paid attention to the Giant yeah. game. I really watched the Jet game, though. I mean, and just looking at these Daniel Jones stats for now, how how long is the... he started eighteen for eighteen? Did he not? Is that right? I think he did, and he ended twenty five. I think his first 31. incomplete pass was like a grounding. Yeah, you know, to stop grounding? the clock. No, not intentional, like a, a spike. Oh, a, a non purpose. I think spike. so. Like he's, uh, I don't. Understand. So, so overtime is how long? Ten minutes? Five yeah, minutes? Ten minutes. So first team, me... if the first team scores a touchdown, the game's over. If they kick a field goal, the other team gets a chance. So you tell me. Daniel Jones threw for 200 yards in almost five quarters. Not only that, he had three possessions in overtime. I mean, come three. on, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Get it together. But he, here's the weird thing, though. 
If I tell you that Matt Ryan threw for 280 yards, what would you say? Sounds about right. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Not like Brock Purdy good, but <laughs> we'll get to him in a couple minutes. Yeah. The thing about Jones, that I don't understand why people don't seem to care for it because it is part of the deal. He accounted for 280 yards. He ran for 79 yards. Okay, you're going like, to combine so them up. That's how fine. How do you not? Like, you're that, right. that to me is part of the deal. If we're going to sit there and laud Lamar Jackson for throwing for 200 yards and being, and being capable of running for 90 yards, I don't know why we just take that part of his game and ignore it like it didn't happen. Like, I, this one's always funny. Oh, Daniel Jones. <sighs> He didn't throw for any touchdowns, but he ran for two. <laughs> he still had two touchdowns. Correct. But it's like, well, he doesn't throw for touchdowns. But if you score, that, that's good enough. That is good enough. He did account for two. I think it was 279. Look, if they would have won, it would have been good enough. I agree. And they should they have. Tied. And they didn't. They also had an opportunity. The defense had, you know, let's be fair, too. There were some crap calls against them defensively on Washington's last drive where they tied the game with a minute and a half to go. I mean,. Again, I'm no Giant fan, but, I mean, come on. These penalties in this league, I'm with you in that every time your team does something good, you have to pause and wait to make sure some idiot referee's not walking up, you know, looking into the camera talking about a penalty. It's too much. And these penalties that were called the defensive hold, I mean, come on. You could call it in every play. So that, to me, was frustrating. But they had opportunities to get off the foot. There was that one play where your guy Heineke – on a busted play, rolled left through across his body, hit his guy. I don't know if it was McLaurin. I forget who it was. Hits him in stride for like 20 yards. That was the game. So the defense had opportunities to get off the field and win, but the offense had numerous opportunities to win the game too and didn't. Darius Slayton's dropping overtime. Now, I know it's a tough catch, but it's just him. You got to be, you got to catch hands. it. Yeah. And the Giants fourth and three at the Washington 45. I didn't have an issue with this. I actually didn't. And here's why. Then the Giants punted. It worked out exactly the way they planned. They got the ball back, had time to get the ball in field goal range. They could have got a little closer, I agree. But if you don't get that, you're giving up the game. Now they've got the ball. They need 10 yards to kick off. I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And And I love the art. Well, you know, if you have Patrick Mahomes, you go for it. Okay, maybe. Doesn't mean you get it every time. I thought it was actually the smart play. I didn't. I didn't have an issue with that. And this Saquon Barkley, man, it's like he has a good game, not a good game. He was okay yesterday. Nothing great. He wasn't great at all. 12 carries for 71 yards? I have 18 carries for 63 yards. Is it? Okay. Maybe I'm confusing him with Daniel Jones. But by the way, three yards in the entire second half. Yeah, nothing. They did nothing. They did nothing in the second half. Absolutely nothing. Not that he he was there. It wasn't one of those. Three yards? It was. No, yeah, in the second half. I'm saying for the game, it wasn't like he had, you know, 20 carries for 45. He was there. Yeah. Their almost... offense was nothing Yeah, in the second half. Like, they 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 went up 20 to 13. And remember, they were down. What were they down? 10 nothing, right? 10 nothing. They come back. They take the lead. And then it was like offensively, they just, you didn't win. Yeah, they was, didn't ugh. win, Jerry. Yeah. This is one that's going to come back to, maybe both teams might come back to haunt both teams. Because now they got to play the Eagles on Sunday. Did you catch that yesterday? The Eagles were the Eagles. Yeah, I did down catch that. The Titans. Mm-hmm. The Eagles look like it's amazing to me that, that Washington beat them so soundly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand the NFL. I don't either. 
Even for last a lot night. Of it. I now, do I do know consistently the Giants can't score more than 20 uh, points. Yeah, they have been unable. Yeah. But uh, other than that, the rest of the NFL is chaos. Well, even last night. Now, I'm sure you didn't stay up to watch the Cowboys' calls. No. If you wake up, you see a final score of 54-19. That game was a two-point game in the fourth quarter. And they, I don't know if you know this. The Cowboys yeah. scored 33 points in the fourth quarter. I did, I did see that. Mostly because the Colts couldn't hold on to the football. But that was 21-19 and could have been 21-21 if they get a two-point conversion. Right. I mean, when I woke on. up and I saw the score was, uh, what was it, 54 54-19. To me, I would have thought it was 30 nothing at the half. Right. Not even close. Blowout city. Nope. No. The Colts actually played a good three quarters. Yeah. And then I don't it was embarrassing what happened to the, the Cowboys turned it on, Jerry. Well, I mean, you had bad passes, deflected passes, you had fumbles, they were turning it was, you know, and I would say at the end the Colts gave up. You feel like Dave. Well, when Malik Davis no runs in from twenty three yards out, I don't think it was touched. Yeah, when the game was decided, like the Cowboys' last couple of touchdowns, like the Colts quit. It was over. They, they, they just were wanted gimmies. to go home. They were gimme yeah. touchdowns. You had one dude on the Cowboys had a fumble return TD and a pick return, right? Was that Malik Hooker? Yeah. She's a hooker. <laughs> I think Malik nice Hooker. Girl, I nice think family. a former cult, too. Yes. And you had Deron Bland had two interceptions. It was a, it just was a weird game. But it was close. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like the NF, Even How about this one? Even the... Raiders and the Chargers. I'm so tired of hearing about Justin Herbert. Yeah. I mean, come on. And good for the Raiders, by the way. Right. Hey, good for you, Raiders. I was happy to see that. The Raiders. So, I know you want to talk about the Jets. I don't know if you want to hold them until after the break. I do want to hold them until after the break. A couple of other things. Yeah. So, the Raiders, by I think, are now 5-7. and Yeah. I feel like we had counted them out. They're starting to play. I mean, Devontae Adams was pretty damn special yesterday. That was interesting. The Eagles burying the Titans was interesting because they looked like a runaway freight train. They really they looked, and AJ Brown was killing it oh against his own team. Even the catch that Old team was um, that was called back. Yeah, before he then had the forty-one yard touchdown, the forty-one yarder that was called back, and then he actually got it. That catch, the guy is just unbelievable. And Jalen Hurts is he's kind of like scary good right now. Here's how you know they're going to kick the Giants' ass. The Giants are not going to score more than twenty points. We know that's a fact. So. The, the only the way Eagles score more than 20, 100%. The only way the Giants have a chance to win is to do what the commanders did to them. Hold, you got to run the ball. Like Saquon Barkley's got to go back to the guy, and they've got to be the um, the clock control team they were earlier in the season. They need the ball for 40 minutes because you know Philly's going to score, so you got to limit their possessions. I don't know if they're capable of doing that right now because they ain't, here's what they ain't doing they ain't scoring 38 points. No, they're not. They don't seem capable of that. They don't seem capable of scoring 25 points. Uh, well, they haven't been, so you're they, not wrong. The most they scored this year was 24. Right. We're yeah. how many games in? That's not a playoff team, Jerry. Uh, well, right now they are. Barely. I don't know if they're going to finish that way. No, though. they ain't finishing. What seed are they? Six? Five? Where would eh, they be right now? Uh, probably six. I'm going to go six, Jerry. Because I think looking. Washington is still seven with the tie, I think. I got to look and see if anything changed. But I think that's still the way it is. And then the most predictable game was hilarious. I mean, the Broncos and the Ravens, that was horrible. Yeah. But, <laughs> Come on. And Lamar Jackson got hurt. I know. I know. And the Broncos still don't win. They they cannot figure it out. Three field goals? That's it? That Nathaniel Hackett oh. on the sidelines, he looks puzzled. Like if you, you think? Very puzzled. If you were Broncos ownership, and I'm not, I really hate when they hire a guy and they fire him after one year. I got to think in this case, it's enough. Yeah, he's gone. I mean, they don't look like they have any idea what the hell they're doing. 
And I know Russell Wilson's there, and they owe him a lot of money. Okay, fine. It is what it is. They bought the team after that deal was done. But, my God. Oh, is that right? The new owners bought the they just Broncos got the team. after? They just got the team this year. But they were probably excited. They were probably like, let's buy the Broncos. We just got Russell Wilson. It's going to be awesome. Uh, well, not yet. It really hasn't been. They're, and worse, what we always say about the Giants, or we have in the past, they're boring. They're boring, right. Like, I mean, come on. Score a touchdown. Just awful. Yeah. So you got that. Oh, and your guy, Jimmy G, done for the season. Yeah. yeah we had that a lot of sucks. We had a lot of quarterback issues yesterday, right? Yeah. Well, you had him. You had Lamar Jackson. You had uh, Tua left the game. Yeah. Not great. So Jimmy G's done for the year. Uh, correct. Done. But no worries, Jerry. They've got a pretty good quarterback. <laughs> that is amazing that that's the guy's name. What's his first name? Brock. Brock Purdy. Uh, I like a couple of people that tweeted us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. They did lost, lose Jimmy G for the season with a broken foot. But their backup is pretty good. <laughs> Brock pretty good. I'll tell you what's pretty good. Their defense is yeah. really They're not pretty. They're really good. So that's awesome for this uh, Brock Purdy. It could be. He was the last dude picked uh, Mr. Irrelevant in the draft, they said. He could end up making himself a lot of money. This guy's going to be know. in the playoffs. You never know. If he goes out and plays a competent coin, he wasn't bad yesterday. He was okay. He was pretty good. Yeah. So we'll good. see if he can actually uh, keep this thing together because I would say this is the type of team just don't screw it up. Right. Don't turn the ball over. Let Christian keep throwing swing passes to Christian McCaffrey. Let McCaffrey run the ball and let the defense dominate. And you got a chance to like make a serious run oh, even yeah. in the postseason, even with Brock Purdy and not Jimmy Garoppolo. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's take a break because we've got to get to this Jet yeah. game yesterday, which was very entertaining. It was. Except for one thing, which we will get to coming up, and then Boomer and Geo at 6. It's Football Monday on The Fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Football Monday, coming up on 25 After 5. We got Boomer and Geo to discuss it all. Oh, by the way, Jacob DeGrom is now in Texas. That happened, too. Real quick, so I watched, before we do the Jets, Jets-Vikings, Jets-Vikings, Jets-Vikings in one second. 
So fr- this the Grom stuff happens on Friday night, essentially. Right. I decide Friday night I'm going to shut off, basically, from sports for a few hours, even though I wanted to watch the net game. I'm like, no, I want to watch this Howard Stern, Bruce Springsteen interview on HBO Max. So I watch it, three hours, whatever it was. Turn the TV off, go to bed, wake up the next morning. I see Jacob deGrom turning. I'm like, oh, I guess he made a decision. I'm like, oh, my God, this is 12 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even Gone. realize. I was, like, oblivious. to, and I didn't go to sp- nothing. I just turned the TV off and went to bed. I had no idea. But, yeah, so. That whatever. punk. Yeah, Get lost. Whatever. Who cares? Get Honestly, lost, Jacob deGrom. I mean, you injured freak. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's whatever. He's here- 34. He barely pitched last year. And I, I love Pat Boyle. I do. The one thing he said this morning that I completely disagree with is when he says, when Met fans say, ah, it's okay, go, yeah. You, you didn't win with him, and he, and he says he can't replace him. No, no, you can. Right. All you got to do is replace 11 starts. And by the way, they barely won with him. So as much as you loved seeing him here and as dominant as he was at times, it's not like the Mets won a lot of his starts. Yeah, and all the broadcasts are, oh, he's such an alien. No, he's not an alien. No, he's injury prone. Yes. That's what he is. Now, this is the thing with the Twitter now where you don't know what is real and yeah. what is fake. Did the like I I have I see all over Twitter uh, Justin Verlander done deal to the Mets. Okay, according to but according to I'm not sure it's people with like kind of mid level followings. Yeah. So I don't know what and that could be people just thinking well now that Degrom is gone right. they're going to go forty years old. Oh, is he? Oh, he's still killing it. Jimmy. No, he didn't. Did you watch him in the postseason? Oh, right, post-season, not great, not good. So I disagree. That's the, I would. That's not where I would go. But whatever. They want to throw money at Justin Verlander. Hey, good for them. Hey, Their good money. for you guys. Yep. And then, by the way, the Mets did offer $40 million a year for three years. For DeGrom. Yes. Yeah. And he never went back to them. Some guys like the spotlight, like you and I, Jerry, New York City Radio. Five o'clock in the morning, the prime spot. He wants Texas. He wants Texas. Have a good life. Yeah, they should enjoy his 50 starts over the next five years. Yeah. Hear of you never again, Jacob DeGrom. Anyhow, so let's talk about the Jets because right, that was that was a good football game yesterday. Here's what I'm uh, telling you right now. If, if you're thinking of dialing the show phone during Boomer and Geo and your take is Mike White's not the guy. Who would say that um, after yesterday? I'll get some Mike calls. Mike White's not the guy? Correct. I'll get some calls. Got to go back to Zach Wilson. No. I don't, think there, I don't think there's anybody on this planet that would say that. I'm going to punch him right through to you, Jerry, when they call I, me. I'm going to go, thought, please hold for Mr. Recco. Now, I, listen, five field goals, not great. Terrible. I completely agree. But he takes him up and down the field. Braxton Barrios has the game in his hands. Um, I did not care for on first and goal from the one, second and running the ball twice. I don't know, or from the two, wherever it was. The first down's fine. But after they stop you on first down, let's go. Let's Because... He can move a little bit. He, you got options. I don't. I didn't. I didn't like that play call. But whatever. He still had Barrios, and then to get him back down the field defensively, they stop him on three plays and out. Worked great. Do you think, where one. would you put the difficulty of Braxton Barrios's catch? I'm going to go on a scale of one to ten, Jerry. A uh, seven of difficulty. Yeah, wasn't a ten. That wasn't like wasn't a one-handed a, grab. So 10 or, would be v- nearly impossible. Yeah. One would be we hit you in the gut. Uh, one would be went through your hands, hit you in the face like we have seen okay. from some receivers That's this a year. one. That's a one. So you're giving it a seven. It was a tough catch. I mean, he's so sliding. You come up with it. it wasn't in his gut. It was slightly, slightly behind him. But you're an NFL receiver. That's a ball you have to catch. If you're going to be a guy. Yeah. 
hanging around, dating a Colpo sister. You gotta, gotta catch, you have to catch, you gotta that. catch that ball. I completely. Mike agree. White was so disappointed. I could see it. Yeah. Well, and also was it uh, was it fan? I forget who it was in the camera shot. Arms are up, and then you saw them. Oh, oh dropped it. Just fall. Oh. It was a killer because they win that game. The Jets did have first and goal with two minutes to play. Didn't that, score. That's what I'm talking about. Crusher. From the two, yeah, from the two crusher, yard line. Crusher, run crusher. the ball, run the ball. Two incomplete passes. And you're right. When your kicker has 15 points. Yeah, not good. Come on. Not good. They settled for too many. It was exactly what you didn't want to see. Yeah. And you had the, you know, the first interception he throws, not his fault. The right. the last one was desperation. But I saw a guy that threw for almost 400 yards. Yeah, it's a bunch of incompletions. That's fine. But he moved them up down the field, and that team, they could have quit. They were down, and not quit, quit. But, like, it would have been very easy just to, all right, you know what? Let's get get on the plane. Let's reset. We got Buffalo next week. Oh, man, they fought back. So. Yeah, even when that game, they were down a couple scores, it was still intriguing to watch and fun to watch. Yeah, you feel you still have a chance. Yeah, they still had a chance. I agree. Garrett Wilson, outstanding. Um, you know, Elijah Moore involved. Um, you also wasn't, didn't he have a drop too from Corey Davis had a big drop in this yes. game. So my point is when I watch them with Mike White at quarterback, I don't know why Mike White was drafted in the fifth round by the Cowboys and no one else picked him. I don't know why no one thought anything of letting him start. I have no idea. It's a handful of starts, but what I see is a guy that looks the part. Maybe it's because he's been in the NFL for four years now. I don't know. But I watch the Jets. I feel like they got a chance to win every game now. Their defense is solid, and I feel like they can move the ball. Yep. But you can't kick five field goals. You cannot kick five field goals. That was That's why they lost the game. Yep, and you saw it early on. Any, I It's the worst when a team marches down the field mm-hmm. and then field after the Again, after the first one. I'm good with getting a zero off the board. I I'm, take the points the first time. After that, come on, guys, you got to get the ball in the end zone. You have to. So they're they're playing in Buffalo next. Right? Yeah, not easy. And not then the easy. Giants are the Giants in Philadelphia or home? They're to home the to Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, let's well, see. Be a tough weekend. We're gonna we'll be looking at another tough weekend here, it's, Jerry. It's very possible because playing the Bills in Orchard Park not easy. Although the Vikings went out and went there and won. So it's not like it's an impossibility. I don't think Josh Allen's 100% healthy. I don't. And I think he's probably going to play the rest of the season not healthy. So you never healthy? healthy. So you never know. So just checking real quick. You think they're going to get six feet of snow? No, I hope not. Let's see. The no. The early forecast for Buffalo is... I don't have it. Okay. Now, Jerry, you're saying uh, Josh Allen's not 100%. What is his area of... He has an arm injury. Oh, we got to work the arm. Oh, man. snow on Sunday in Buffalo. Work the arm in the snow. Cloudy, light snow in Buffalo on Sunday as of now. Which, Not terrible. Is it his throwing arm, Jerry, for Josh Allen or his non-throwing no, I, arm? That's a good – you know, I don't remember off the top of my I, head. Because when I talk to the Jet defense this week, Jerry, I got to tell them to work the arm. I got to let them no, know No, I think it's his one. off arm, I think. I'm not sure. I'll check as we're talking. Work the arm. Yes. By the way, uh, Mike White I was very concerned for in that Jet game. when he got When he got knocked down late in the game – yeah, I I thought concussion. That was my first thought. Well, or that, worse. And, and he got hit like on the arm. I thought. Yeah. But the fact that he stayed in there and uh, moved them down the field. Now, I better By the way, not. Josh he, Allen's injury is his right arm. His right arm. Yeah. Work the arm. UCL injury. UCL. Mm-hmm. I'd put him in an arm bar <laughs> and work it. You might get a flag. Right. I might. <laughs> but guess what? It'd be worth it in the long run. No, we're not working the arm. 
I'd put some guy who's really not that great, but still is on the Jet team. I'll have him work the arm, get him thrown out of the game, and then. But then they'll go for Mike White's arm. What would be cool though is you had the official back in the day do the penalty for giving the guy the business. Yeah, giving him the business. He could go out there and say personal foul number seventy one. <laughs> Working the arm. Working the arm. <laughs> he knows it's injured. That's a personal foul. You could, you could get that. And a warning. That is certainly very possible. He's working the arm. <laughs> <laughs> He's knowingly working the injured arm like a pro wrestler. Oh, that is funny. I will tell you, though, the Jets, man, if they could put something together Sunday, I would actually, I would, hmm, would I do that? Would you do what? If they won in Buffalo on Sunday, they're 7-5. and five, That would make them 8-5. and five. Yeah. With how many games to go? With four games to go, I might lock them in as a playoff team. A Jerry Recco playoff. I lock. might. I might. All right. They're only a game clear of the Patriots, who, by the way, have the tiebreaker on them. The Chargers are six and six, so they're only a game up. It's not like, not like they have that big cushion. But I think, boy, if they won in Buffalo with Mike White having won already once with him possibly should have won in Minnesota. And then if you go to Orchard Park, like, let's put it this way. If I told you after the win last week that through Minnesota and Buffalo, they went one and one, you would say what? Very happy with that. I couldn't agree more. So if they went to Orchard Park Sunday and won, got to eight and five. Now, I'd have to see the rest of their schedule. I don't know. But I don't think those two games get much harder. I don't know how it could get much harder than in Buffalo and in Minnesota. All right, Jerry, let me run that down for you. So I, I might lock them in up Buffalo. Playoff team. Then the Detroit Lions come to Not town. Not easy. Detroit put up 40. I know it was the Jaguars, but Detroit put up 40 points yesterday. But at MetLife Stadium, I would expect the Jets to be favored and to win that game. Okay. Then at MetLife Stadium, the Jaguars. A win. Then travel to Seattle. Seattle. That's a great game. Do you know Smith and Revenge very winnable. Game. Very winnable. And then their final game uh, in Miami. So if they won Sunday, I would say minimum they go 10-7. and seven. This is the Jets. Think about what we thought about them in the beginning of the season. Not much, Jerry. They they we very well, much. I'm going to say they should be 10-7. and seven. All right. Not they can be. If they're not 10-7, it's going to be a disappointing finish. We'll be pissed here. At 7-5, and 10-7 means they got to go, what, 3-2? and two? They do the math right they there? They could do that. So they got to go 3-2 and two over the final five games. Definitely. Do you see three wins here? Bills, I do. Lions, Jags, Seahawks, Dolphins. Yeah, I do. And the reason why is the defense. And I know the defense in spots yesterday was not great. And I know there were plays where Dalvin Cook and Madison, they were running right through them. I get it. I saw it. But I also saw in crunch time when they needed to, that was the defense I expected to see all game. I think if you go out there and play like that, they can play and beat anybody. Play with and beat anybody. I just think Sauce Gardner did against the Justin Jefferson. Uh, he was fine. They asked DJ Reed how he did. As yeah, because they were uh, they were moving him all around the. Correct. How do they decide whether one guy's going to stick to Justin Jefferson or Game he's plan. he's going to be uh, covered by whoever's it's, on that side of the sometimes, field? Sometimes, like so, Deion Sanders sometimes would follow a guy. Other times, they would just leave him on one side of the field, and if you didn't line up there, he didn't cover you. And Revis too, they did. Revis too would stay on one side. Deion would follow guys more. Um, Revis would always stay on his side. DJ Reed was uh, was asked about uh, covering oh. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, how'd you guys feel like you did on uh, Justin today? I was in his <laughs> game. I'm sorry. Uh, he said he was. How'd you guys feel like you did on uh, Justin today? I was in his <laughs> game. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. So he, he he was in his bleep all game. So he thought he did pretty good, I guess. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> That's kind of funny. He says he got beat the one time, yeah. and that bothers him. He feels like he lost the team the game. But for the most part, he was in his bleep. It's funny watching what gets pass interference and what doesn't. It's whatever they decide to call. Because there was a play in the Jet game. I forget which Jet receiver went up and it got pu- fully pushed in the chest. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they're letting him fight for the ball. Well, how about, okay, how about the how about the interse- the first interception Mike White plays? I don't remember who the intended receiver was. I don't know. But the defender hits him before the ball gets there, and he's got his arms wrapped, which is what caused the deflection. Yeah. How is that not interference? Because they decided it wasn't. Right. The same way they don't decide to call holding on every single play and, and pick it in spots. Ah, it's it's fr- it is frustrating, yeah. and I know a lot happens, and it's hard to do. I get it, but the inconsistency is what draw and the inconsistency from officiating crew to officiating crew. It's kind of like you get one umpire that says, "I'm going to give you a strike zone from your thigh to your belly button." Another guy's strike zone is ankles to knee. It's like I thought it's supposed to be one strike zone and one set of rules, but. It's not the case. That's not how they play, Jerry. No, no, no. All right, we'll take a break. we got lots more to do on this football Monday, including a huge program with Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. Very quick hour, as you can imagine. So much going on over the weekend. The NFL. I know Al wants to get into the Knicks and Cavaliers from last night. I don't know if we'll have time for that. Well, lucky for you, I think we're going to run out of time. You know how there's uh, special interest groups for everything, Jerry? I suppose. Like, there is a special interest group for every possible thing in the world right now. Where are you going with this? More evident of this happened uh, over the weekend when uh, Drew Brees, I guess, is some part of some yeah. one of these betting companies. Yeah, I saw this. I actually don't remember which one. This fake commercial that they Yeah, were. so they ran a fake commercial wherein he got struck by lightning. Yeah. But people on social media, really believed he was struck by lightning. Yeah, Tiki and Tierney were talking about it because it looked real. Yeah, but it was it was uh, just a gimmick that right. uh, they were doing for a commercial. But they made it seem like, oh, my gosh, we were shooting a commercial and Drew Brees got struck by lightning. Yeah. The Lightning Strike Survivor Group mm-hmm. is very upset with them for this publicity stunt. Did you think there would be a Lightning no. Strike Survivor <laughs> I Group? Did, I did not. But I'm not surprised. Yeah. It doesn't shock me. I mean, whatever. <laughs> it would shock you if you got struck by lightning, Jerry. Hasn't Drew Brees Hello. had a bunch of issues off the? Uh, oh yeah, off the field. He's had some issues, yeah. right? Yep. I'd have to look that up now, but I feel like he's it's been a little rocky <laughs> away from the football field. They do say, Jerry, it's very hard to get struck by lightning. So I, you, I have heard that. Yes, <laughs> if it happens and you survive with no ill after effects, great story to tell. Yes, but, of course. I'm sure it does take its toll on you. I would yeah. think that's got to do something to your brain. You think? Right? Yeah, it's struck by lightning. If it doesn't kill you. I'm living by the ocean now. Oh, I might way. get struck by lightning. I don't uh, want any I suppose part of that. it's possible. You're right by the water. You never know. You ever you ever been out with whimsy in the middle of a thunderstorm and, yeah. and you see lightning strikes yeah. near you? It's freaky, isn't very it? Very freaky, yeah. It sure is. And even then, it's still miles and miles away, and you don't... But and, you never know. Right, it looks... But I'm saying it looks so... Even then, yeah. it looks close. We had a game. We had a baseball game, I want to say three years ago in the summer. And in the summer, you play these night games where, you know, it would be beautiful one minute, and then, you know, those storms come rolling in. And the, I felt like the lightning was, I mean, literally right behind us. 
and the umpire, we only had one ump. It was during, I think it was during COVID, as a matter of fact, when we started playing again in that summer of 2020. So the ump had his back to the storm that was rolling in. And as soon as we saw it, I'm like, hey. And the other the other coach got upset. He's like, he didn't see it. I'm like, there's lightning. We got a bunch of nine-year-olds on the field. Man up and get these nine-year-olds back oh on the field. Oh, my God. And we wound up pausing the game. And within five minutes, it was a Dell huge, and the game got canceled. But... Like, this idiot wanted to keep going. No, listen, he wants to uh, treat oh these God. nine-year-olds like men, Jerry. Oh, yes. Men who want to get struck by lightning. Some idiot coaches do. That is true. Now, Deshaun Watson returned to Texas, Jerry. Uh, no buzz, by the way. No buzz. I didn't feel... And he was awful. Terrible. He uh, was 12 of 22. Yeah, for 100, 130 yards or something? 131. Yeah, nothing. The Browns scored three... Non-offensive touchdowns. Punt return, interception return, fumble return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how they were able to beat the Texans. Yeah. He was booed, but it's great. After the game, he goes, uh, well, yeah, you're, I'm I'm uh, returning to where I used you to know, play. You know, that's of, not why. Of course they boo me. Yeah. No. I mean, that's par- That would be part of the reason, but the bigger right. reason would be why you were suspended for 11 games right. or 10 games or whatever. Right. You're right, though. That had absolutely zero no, buzz to none. it. None. Now, I didn't Nothing. watch the game. It was more of a red zone type of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it was handled, though, either. Right. So I don't I, either, because on the red zone, you didn't get a feel for there it. There was no feel for it whatsoever. I felt like they really, I mean, they acknowledged it a little bit, but it yeah. was not a story. It was more a Deshaun Watson's back. They're rusty, but look what they're doing. And the Texans are terrible. I mean, poor Lovey Smith. Yeah. But my God. I like him. And we like him, Jerry. I do like him, but they, they, I mean... Kyle Allen's the quarterback. Now, what happened to Davis Mills? He's gone. Not that he's any good, but oh, they're brutal. Then last night in the Sunday night game, which you covered, Jerry, for Compass Media Networks, we yes? did. Yes, the thirty-three points the Cowboys got in the fourth quarter. What do you have? Did you happen to know? I don't know the answer. There's a franchise record for the Cowboys in a quarter, I believe. But what's the most like a team has scored? Oh, well, I don't quarter? know. That I don't know. Hmm. You didn't get a stat you... sheet from the Cowboys. Uh, no, because I was doing franchise stuff. All right, most so that's the most points the Dallas Cowboys ever scored in one quarter. I believe thirty-three. So, yes, but they just uh, piled it on those Colts. Well, because the Colts, uh, let's see, the here. Colts quit though. You said, I, seemed like it. I to me, it felt like that. What is the most? That can't be right. <laughs> what does uh, it say? What was the first thing you saw? So, what? What is the most points scored in one quarter in an NFL game? And the first thing that comes up is 97 points by the Rams. That's not, that's not <laughs> that right. That was the greatest show on turf, Jerry. I remember that game. They went up 97 nothing <laughs> over then a very says, bad Saints team. Then it says, then they beat the Lions the next week, 65-24, including an NFL record 41 points in one quarter. But what I, I needed to be like since I was born. I don't like any of these old records. No, I hear you. I understand. You know what I mean? It doesn't even say what year this was. That's pretty funny. Yeah, let's see. So this is also, Jerry, a rough week for quarterbacks. Yeah. This like week in particular had Jimmy Garoppolo broken foot. You had this uh, Lamar Jackson out. But uh, J- John Harbaugh said it's not a season-ending injury. Right. Matthew Stafford is done for the season. Spinal cord contusion. That sounds painful, yeah. Jerry. Uh, yeah, no doubt. He should have. He's done anyway. Yeah. That season. This season was over. Yeah. So it's going to gonna look a lot different behind center the, these coming weeks. So the Cowboys, by the way, tied the Bears in 1925. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, 
uh, when – oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. The Lions put up 34 points in 2007. Okay, that counts. Against the Bears. Tied for second. I don't know where that 41-point thing was. That was yeah. Google. Tied for second, the Chicago Cardinals yeah. nope. scored 33 points in 1925 in one quarter against – the Milwaukee Badgers. Yeah, that's not football. That's not <laughs> NFL football. I but the see, 2007 Lions is. I want to see those throwback uniforms. You think there's, like, images of the Milwaukee Badgers? Yes, you could Google that. It'd come right up, Jerry. You think so? I it's a really so. aggressive Badger on their helmet. I had no idea there was a Milwaukee Badgers. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like, you oh, knew. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Please. By the way, there's a, there was a lot of buzz early in the weekend that uh, Jim Harbaugh might come back to the NFL. Well, there's buzz of that every year. But he says uh, he's going to be back in Michigan next year, so no buzz for that. By the way, very cool buzz, graphic. No buzz. The Milwaukee Badgers. Yeah. I say bring this back. This is kind of cool. Why can't the Green Bay Packers of throwback uniform be the Milwaukee Badgers one week? They should, because I will tell you this. You can buy Milwaukee Badgers uniforms. Of course. Um, on this website. Very, yeah. Very cool. I the very it's a cross between the Steelers and the Bengals. Is that right? It's kind of neat. Yeah. By the way, how about the Bengals? Three straight wins now over the Chiefs. Yeah. They say it's not a rivalry, Jerry. If uh, if it's lopsided, one sided. You're right. And all of a sudden, the Bengals, who started the season very poorly, mm-hmm. have kind of found their way. Lamar Chase is back. Who knows? Maybe they'll be in the Super Bowl. I saw a great explanation of what uh, uh, Joe Barrow. Joe Barrow. <laughs> I actually had that Joe Beningo thing in my head. Uh, what Joe Burrow looked like after the game. You know, he wears these, like, cool sunglasses. Yeah. They said he looked like Macaulay Culkin playing Jeffrey Dahmer in a TV series. Oh, and they're right. He looked just like that. It's not very complimentary. Well. It's not. Anytime no, Jeffrey Dahmer's in the sentence. Yeah, and you look like him. Yeah, yeah you're not right. good. Good point. Same with not Macaulay good. Culkin. Not good. But that was a heck of a win. I did, like... You see Mahomes slamming his helmet down when Butker misses a 56-yard field goal. <laughs> How about this? Get closer. I mean, Harrison Butker's had more big kicks than most kickers in the last 10 years. Yeah, Travis Kelsey looked angry, too. Oh, like, my God. Right. How about but, you move it a little bit closer? And for God me? forbid you sit there and you do something if they drop a ball. Right. Or, I don't know, right, the, you throw an interception. Right. That'd be so great. Mahomes is driving down. Throws a pick and the kicker on the sideline slams. <laughs> now that would be funny. Just would have been a chip shot for me. Now listen, he misses a thirty yarder. I get it. Yeah, it like fifty something yards. Yeah, no, you can't be mad at the kicker. Like, come on. So and then come and then come full circle with the Giants. You got a guy in Graham Gano who's got a strong enough leg to kick from fifty eight and off the leg. The first thing I did think was, oh, he kicked it a little low. Yes, but I never thought he was coming up short. I'm watching your trap. I'm like, oh, look, they won the game. And then you see the because you couldn't even I couldn't tell I couldn't tell either from that, that angle. It came I could now watching the replay you can see where it bounces but as you're watching I'm like ah look at this they're gonna win and then you see the officials go oh, yeah you know what the best view of that is the announcers because they're seeing the side that's where they have the advantage as opposed remember Craig used to always say how could you not know if it was good or not because you're looking at it sideways so you yeah. don't know if it goes through the uprights or sails by them length though you 100 percent could say Bob oh, Papa right, right, knew right, right off. Right off the right, foot. He knew it wasn't going to make yeah, it. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, we got to take a break. Quick one. And then uh, Boomer and Geo at six. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence on Jimmy Garoppolo. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. A little bit of time. We got Boomer and Geo sitting by to take you to 10 o'clock. You had uh, the Jets lose, the Giants. Ugh, tie. 
Knicks won, Nets lost, St. John's lost, and the Islanders won. Let me hit you with a quick buzz. Oh, buzz, no buzz. No buzz, Jerry. Buzz, no buzz. Monday Night Football, Saints at Buccaneers. <laughs> no buzz. Zero buzz. By the way, the Buccaneers have lost all their buzz. They're in first place. And, and no buzz. They're five and six. Yeah, I guess that's why. But, like, all that interest in Tom Brady, that's died down. Because they haven't been good. They, right. They're actually worse than average. They're five and six. Five and six. So and leading their division, Jerry? Uh, yeah. Yes. It's unbelievable. The Falcons have WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.